Social Club podcast broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie. We're excited to be here on a special day because we are releasing this on a random day in the week. Um, so in February, we were uh, privileged to have a lot of guests on <laughs> and in, in having all of these guests, we've kind of been like, uh, when are we going to release a couple of these episodes? So this is a bit of a tester, a little bit of a trial and error uh, situation uh, where we're going to put out this episode and another episode next week of a couple of our guests uh, and see see how it goes. This episode is with sad son, Will or Schwill, <laughs> as he Which, goes by all the social media. Him. Yeah, uh, this conversation happened a couple weeks ago, and we uh, we hung out with him and chatted about uh, his new band, Sadson, Sadson, Sadson. I think is just the way I would say it. Like, oh, I'm gonna go see the the Sadson. Uh, really cool chat, really nice guy, and uh, the music is really good too. Uh, he's releasing some more soon, uh, unbeknownst date wise now i think <laughs> i think it was moved to april but as we've yeah. been seeing this like last year a lot of people originally have had things pegged for certain dates and a lot of them are getting pushed pushed around so just yeah. like keep up to date on socials to see yeah. what's going on yeah make sure to look in the description below and follow on all of the socials um yeah, so check out this episode and uh, and and let us know what you think about having episodes in the middle of the week. Uh, before we get into it, is there anything else that we should add about what we're doing this week? If you're here just to hear the Sadson episode, uh, we uh, we we do some stuff at the end of the week. So, uh, Lizzie, what do you got going on? Uh, so in general, since this is coming out on Thursday, we're also going to test when we release these to see when people like to listen to more podcasts in the middle of the week. So this is going out on Thursday, and then next week we're going to put it out Wednesday and see what happens. But for tonight, we have a guest coming on at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, so make sure you tune in on our Twitch, EmoSocialClub.tv. You also, if you're not there, you're missing out on a lot of good chaotic content that you want to be there for i mean sometimes we just have random special guests just literally pop in after the fact and you wouldn't know and you would just not know we you would never know we do like uh tests of physical strength uh all kinds of stuff really we have all we have mainly found out that brian is not built different uh we have not found out whether lizzie is or is not (laughs) and i say it's uh, it's it's kind of rude of you to even assume that you can before trying uh, on any what sort we, of physical visual media. What we can prove is that Brian has bony next to no knees, and I have very strong that knees. I can't. That none of these are proven. Uh, <laughs> so we'll be on at seven thirty p.m. Central Time. Uh, if you're listening to this on Thursday tonight, every Thursday we go live at seven thirty p.m. Uh, We also have our DJ streams on Friday and Saturday nights uh, at 6 p.m. Central Time. Uh, 
this week we will have uh, a Friday album play. We will vote for that in our Discord link. You can find all these links, of course, down below, wherever you're reading. It literally is below whatever you're reading right now. Uh, if you're reading a newspaper, it's below. The links are there. Wow, that's like, really crazy. How do I, I click didn't, on this? I didn't know that we were that innovative. I have uh, I have got a lot of connections. Uh, mm. Saturday, we are celebrating St. Patrick's Day since uh, it was Wednesday. So I felt like, you know, it's middle of the week. We do it whenever we want. And, you know, that's the, that's the way we do. Yeah. Uh, we will be uh, celebrating with a power hour of Green Day because it's green. You get it. It'll uh, work. Yeah, it'll work. Uh, there will be Irish punk. I, everyone's going to be like, we're going to play dropkick move Murphy's. We're going to play foggy Molly. Don't fucking oh. worry. It's there. Well, a she shanty Molly. or two. Just, just to sprinkle yeah. it in. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, I should have done a sea shanty power hour. Anyway, no. Uh, we'll be hanging and, uh, and you know, playing some good tunes and all that. So if you're new here, if you're just tuning in for the sad sun, uh, we release pods every Monday normally. And, uh, you can always, Follow us on all of your preferred pod places to uh, to follow us and, and get the Monday episodes as well. Yeah, why not have them all? Just pace out your week with your podcast listening like I do. You, you I already know it. what I'm listening to every single day when I commute to work. Yeah. And if it's not there, I'm like, excuse me. Excuse I me. have an issue with this. This is not I a part of your program. Raise my hand. Speak to a conductor. On the train. <laughs> what? All right. Uh, well, without further ado, here is our episode with Sad Son Will Schwilson. Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie. And we're here tonight with Will from Sad Son. Thank you so much for coming on. Plus your dog, Riley. Love it. <laughs> If you're not watching this live or on YouTube, you're messing up because there's a dog in the interview. <laughs> so just, just star a, the yeah, star of the show, really. Just, just letting you know you're messing up. Uh, yeah, welcome, Will. Uh, let's let you introduce yourself. Give a, give a, a little summary of who you are, your band, and and all that good stuff. Yeah. So, uh, my name is Wilbur Gunyer. I play guitar, bass, sing, write um everything for sad son it's kind of like happened as an accident during you know quarantine mm -hmm. uh located here in charleston south carolina um and we write emo indie pop punk music perfect that's our audience so yeah. <laughs> there we go it's right on yeah. the head i'm bold to strike <laughs> yeah you're like all right found him found that place that i need to be uh so South Carolina during quarantine, what, 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 what's that like? <laughs> so, um, I, I live in Charleston, which is probably a more left leaning city. And mm. my sister lives up in Greenville, which is a very right leaning city. And Greenville shockingly is the hotspot epicenter of South Carolina. Yeah. Okay. Um, because <laughs> COVID's a hoax. Mm -hmm. If you wear a mask, you're a sheep, mm -hmm. you know, like mm -hmm. they, I, I've heard this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but they also have like a thousand new cases a day Yeah. in a city that has 200,000 people. Like it's very small. Um, so Charleston, I think people take it more seriously. Um, we did have, you know, so my background before, um, 
you know, playing music and stuff was like in food and beverage, like bartended, served, and waited in bars. And um, the bars had to close for a little bit, shut down the music industry, and then they were pretty quick to let us do outside seating, um, and then the twenty five percent capacity inside, then fifty percent. Um, and then they changed the last call to 11. So you can't serve booze after 11 now mm. and, um, full capacity. So like some places, oh good, it is like college kids are nothing's going on. We are oh, back no. at it, baby. Oh no. And I then, don't like that at all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. And then the college of Charleston's like posting, like letters like hey stop what you're doing stop partying <laughs> like oh my god so oh my god um yeah so it, it's pretty wild down here um i think we're the worst state in the country i think like hmm. we're spreading more per capita than anybody else so i mean hmm. it, it shifted throughout this entire year because first it was us in chicago and then it went to new york and now it's in la and then yeah. I didn't know where it was next but it seems to be in south <laughs> carolina we're just making our rounds we're making our rounds Yes. So, and like dating a healthcare provider, you know, like yeah, be as safe as we can. She's fully vaccinated now, which is amazing. Good. Like Good. love that for her. Hell yeah. Um, she thinks that means that I'm fully vaccinated. So she's like, we need to go to Disney World, and I'm like, no. Interesting. <laughs> like no, it's like, not in my arm. Like I understand you've had the year from hell. I understand that you want to get out on vacation, but like. Yeah. I can still get sick. <laughs> She's like, wow. I can take care of you. It's okay. And be like, no. no. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I don't want to risk it. We had it one time. Um, we didn't leave our house. It was crazy. Crazy mm. thing. Like we, we maybe interacted with like three or four people and we ended up getting it. None of them, nobody that we interacted with tested positive. Um, wow. And, you know, so then we had to lock ourselves up for two weeks. So she must have gotten it at the hospital or like maybe randomly at a grocery store. Mm. But it, it, it is crazy. And it affected us differently, you know, but. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Glad you're both okay, though. Yeah. <laughs> We're both okay. We made yeah. it. So. And we didn't Good. spread to anybody, too. So. Oh, that's, that's even better. Yeah. 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 That, like, I'm proud of. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm doing my part. Trying yeah. my best. <laughs> It's been a lot of Nintendo Switch, a lot of play what, music. What, like, what game? Um, what, what games? Okay. My favorite game of all time okay. is Breath of the Wild. Absolutely. It is the greatest Absolutely. game I've ever played. And if Nintendo makes me wait another year for the second one. For I'm the second wait. one, yeah. I, I mean, I'm ready for it. Like, I will quit everything that I'm doing <laughs> oh to like, just binge on that game. Yeah. Um, but I have a friend who's in LA and if Hayes, if you're on there, shout out Hayes and I play, uh, this Yu-Gi-Oh game. That's oh like awful. And it was like $19 and we play it all the time. <laughs> Is it <laughs> PS2? No, the PS2 one was sweet. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. I was a huge yes. Pokemon and like Yu-Gi-Oh nerd growing up. Okay. So, all right. uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I like feel my like my virginity growing back like yeah yeah, like, no. you, know, you can earn it like, back. <laughs> you you said too many card games and now it's like huh huh. Well, and, and like didn't you, know like, this was reversible, but yeah. Here it oh is. yeah. Here I am. You know. And then they it's give one of, you, it's like, one of the cards you can trade. Your oh my card. god. <laughs> well, they give you cards like yeah. in the game box, and I was so excited about them when I got them. So uh, so we play that, and we play Super Smash Brothers Absolutely. and Rocket League. So, yeah, 
Okay, good, good. Just wanted to talk what you're up to, you know. I just, oh my God. Uh, I've been playing uh, Pikmin the past few days, mm -hmm. Pikmin 3, because they like released the Deluxe Edition, and I'm like, I don't really need to get this again. And then I'm like, no, I'm going to get this again. And then I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to play this. And I like stopped for a while, and then I just got back into it, and I go, yeah, I need to finish this like immediately. Like I'm playing other stuff, and I'm like, I really wish I could stop doing this and just go back to playing Pikmin. Like, I really just don't want to do whatever it is. It was like, like going to bed. I'm like, I really would just rather play Pikmin. <laughs> I have totally gotten like that with TikTok, though. Yeah. The app? Yes, the app. I made it. Brian TikTok doesn't. I've been trying to bully Brian for a really long time to do a TikTok video, and he just won't. But also, I don't we're like shadow it. banned, and I don't know why, so I'm trying to fix it, but I don't know. <laughs> so... I was pretty anti-TikTok. I was like the old fuddy-duddy. Like back yeah. in my day, we had MySpace. You yeah. kids need to learn. What we is had, this? We had Vine. It's too know? fast. <laughs> kids are yelling at me for a minute. I hate it. So They're telling I, me I can't I, wear my skinny jeans anymore. What the fuck? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't listen to that shit. Listen, I just want to say when I was at the train station and I was going up the escalator, there was a Gen Zer in front of me with the flared boot cut <laughs> jeans on and wearing like high heel boots and the entire back of them, of course, fringe and dirty and cut totally up. Ripped. And I'm like, hmm, who's winning now? My jeans are like tucked neatly into my boots. Yeah. I think we're officially old. These kids need to learn. <laughs> Through the pain and the struggle that we had with the dirty backs of our jean legs. That's what I'm talking about. Like, these kids never had to do a flip phone. Oh, my God. You know? Like, uh. I remember when I was really young at my grandmother's house, like, you couldn't be on the internet when she had to make a phone call. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. There was no Wi-Fi. Yeah. It was in the no. wall fi you had to like uh you had to choose when you were on the internet or not <laughs> you're yeah. like i think i want to be on the internet right now and then it took minutes yes and you had to wait till after eight o'clock yeah because it was cheaper minutes. yeah yeah or whatever yeah yeah Kids today will never know the struggle you will never know you live on the internet <sighs> i'm we uploading my consciousness right now oh my god <laughs> This is taking a Black Mirror turn real quick, Brian. Imagine oh. that Black Mirror is reverse technology where it's like, imagine they just show like actual like start of the internet as a Black Mirror. So it's like, no, that's real. That happened. And you're like. <gasps> I mean, they have those robot dogs in one of the Black Mirror episodes that like mm -hmm. Elon Musk is developing. And I'm like, you want, hey, have you watched that? Because do you know what they do? It's, they kill everybody. It's literally anyway. Boston Dynamics, <laughs> and they were like, "That'd be crazy." And then it. We should isn't. do that. <laughs> we should do that. You know what'll really upset everyone is if we just make like a bunch of robot dogs that murder people. No, don't. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that, please. Uh, so so tell us more about your TikTok experience. I'm interested. So <clears throat> there was a point in quarantine where. I deleted all social media, but Twitter. Okay. And I just couldn't take it. Like I was tired of like watching people from my hometown, like just argue. Everybody had to give their like opinion on everything. Yeah. Like I can't do it. The world seems bleak. I know the world's a good place, but this is just too negative for me. Right. So I deactivated everything. Then I started to band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So what called like, next step? I was in the best place I've ever been, like, <laughs> like mentally. And then I started a band, and that's yep. all downhill. So <laughs> I like, reactivated Facebook, reactivated Instagram, and then I was like, I'm going to get on TikTok. And now I'm just, like, hooked. So I haven't posted that much. I got bullied one time. Oh, was, my okay. God. Cool. I like was trying to figure out how it worked and I posted this video this video which was like this weird like pump up the jams like thing and it had like all these different pictures and I was like this is reason why I shouldn't grow facial hair and this kid that was like 17 was like that's all you could grow like I could grow more than you and I'm only 17 and I was like damn <laughs> I was like you got any tips like <laughs> You know, I in like response to that, there's been a lot of people go on Twitter and they're like, we shouldn't be bullying like the like the youths, essentially. And then there's people counteracting say, okay, but if they want to talk like they're adults, they're going to get treated like I'm like, oh, my God, this is getting (laughs) I stand stand with that. I I mean, I agree. Like this kid was coming at me pretty hot. You're like, like hey, kid, when are, you, when are you 18? Meet in the parking lot. Let's go. Like, I could buy a pack of cigarettes. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me while I just go get a beer from a local bar. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun. Not with mm. your... I'm going to go buy a jewel. <laughs> oh, mm. my God. <laughs> Look at me using my age privilege. <laughs> my age stuff. It's like for a very short period of time in your entire life that you ever get to do that. And then eventually they're like older and they're like, hey, I'm sorry about that. And you're like, it's fine. Get off my lawn. So what are they going to call us? Like, you know how like we're like, okay, boomer, you know, like, what are they going to say to us? Like, okay, millennial. I don't know. Yeah. Like, like, millenn- I don't I mean, even know. Love. We're tech. So I saw this like crazy because we also kind of got in a conspiracy TikTok a bit. And then they're like, oh, we're in like Gen Y. We're supposed to be Gen Y. But I guess the area that I'm in, like more concentrated, is like supposed to be the real Gen Y. It doesn't make any fucking sense to me. This is all made up. This is like astrology. Probably, probably. But like, so like Will and Brian are probably millennials. I'm technically Gen Y because I'm in like 94 to like 98, 99 is like this really weird like divergence. And then it's um, the Zoom, like the Zoom kids, the Zoomers. And <laughs> the Zoom kids, kids on yeah, Zoom. Yeah, like Zoom, Zoom. <laughs> zoom, Zoom, what? Zoom makes my heart go boom, boom, boom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the if you know that show, song, you're a Zoomer. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's all. It's always just be a music check. It's like, do you know this song? And it, you just go back older and older, and it's like, all right, well, there's your you know, generation. There were some TikToks, and they were like, oh, okay, we're gonna play like early 2000s radio hits, and it was like a lot of it was butt rock, but it was like. Yeah, um it was like Nickelback and somebody was like, I don't know Nickelback. And I said, that's a, that's a lie. That is a whole ass bold face lie. And it was Sorry. Rockstar. And I'm like, how do you not know Nickelback? <laughs> I don't want to change the subject, but you brought up my hottest take in the music industry. Ooh, hot oh, take time. You hot take alert. I wish I had a sound alert for just like hot take Yeah. Insert air horns in post here or something. My hot take is that Nickelback is not a bad band. It just became really cool to hate them. Yeah, 100%. I would agree with that take. I will die on that hill. I do think Nickelback found a formula and just like abused the shit out of that formula. Oh, yeah. And then everyone was like, come on, guys. This is ridiculous. Yes. And then now we're like, you know what? 
they they did the good thing. They did what they were supposed to do. Yeah, and I don't think that they're a great band, but like, they're not bad. They're not a bad band. They're and not love... Imagine Dragons. They're yeah, not Imagine, Imagine Dragons. dragons. <laughs> they are pretty bad. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> It's like imagine being like a rock band that just doesn't want to offend anyone at all at any time. Like even Nickelback is offensive. Yeah. Imagine Dragons is just super unoffensive. But Nickelback is like people will hate us because we just do all this weak shit all the time. But like, yeah. But Imagine Dragons is just like, I hope everyone is unoffended by whatever we're doing here. And it's like, why are you a rock band? Why are you here? Who invited you? Who gave you a guitar? It's like when they played the Super Bowl, and I was like, wow, bring back Beyonce. Huh. <laughs> we could have had literally anything else. No spice. They are they are literally a band that is unseasoned. There is no spice. Yeah, yeah. That That's probably the best way to describe them. Yeah, I, I mayonnaise. Had a, I had a friend at my old job, and he was like adamantly, because we had to work an event together, and he put on his phone because it was already connected to the car we had to drive. And the first thing that comes on is Imagine Dragons. And I said, I'm like, please do not play Imagine Dragons. And it was like <laughs> half of the playlist he had. And I'm like, uh, I'm going to leave your ass on the south side of Chicago and drive back to work. Without you. <laughs> so on my first date with Katie, my girlfriend, I was like, not, not a great start to a sentence. Yeah, I was like, gonna, Imagine I was Dragons, say, like, let me tell you. I was okay. going to say like, oh, all around. Damn. <laughs> So she, I was like making small talk. Music is pr- like obviously something pretty big in my life. And I, and I was like, so what type of music do you like? And it took everything in me to not cringe when she said, Imagine Dragons. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, you know, I think we've, we've gotten her into more good music. Like, sure, yeah. <laughs> but on her own accord, I was like, ooh. <laughs> like, ooh, girl. She's going to be listening back to this interview and be like, can't help but notice that you really came hard for Imagine Dragons. Can't believe that you just roasted me and, and Imagine Dragons. And then you just Dragons. put my name hmm. in there. Huh. huh. Feels like you roasted a band and then just happened to like put me right at the at the end of that sentence with it. Yeah. I just had to, I just had to throw that in there because the fact that you brought up those two bands. Like, yeah. It was just too perfect. Listen, Nickelback uh, can do. They're actually very good remake of Devil Went Down to Georgia, but Imagine Dragons could never. They could never. That full, se- that full sentence never. didn't make any sense to me. And if you asked me to okay. name an Imagine Dragons song right now, I'd be like, I couldn't. But if I heard it, I'd be like, ah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, we got to change the channel immediately. We yeah. cannot do this today. Yeah. Like, we a random, like a random mandolin and a song that deserves no mandolin. <laughs> Fuck is it? yeah but it's like it's like if you hear a mumford and sons song you're like hell yeah mandolin i knew that was gonna be there i came in i heard mandolin this makes sense you go to imagine dragons you're like let's see i don't know i've imagined a dragon before let's see what's going on here you're a fucking mandolin the fuck they're like their band name is like a band it should be a band that you go to do psychedelics for yeah, it should be a psych rock band, but it turned into a pop rock band. Upsetting. Could be, could be fucking Prague. Could be yeah. like all this shit, and they're like, no, no, we don't want anyone to be upset at all. Uh, my uh, my old band way back in the day, uh, we played Riot Fest 
we won a contest to play Raya Fest and we like opened the day on the Sunday and we played opposite Imagine Dragons. <laughs> and I'm like, hmm, hmm, shit it down. One of us survived and the other one didn't. <laughs> but remember, huh. one of you was substantially better than the other and it was surprisingly your band. I quit. I We had a hundred people watching us, maybe. And at that time, you know, versus Imagine Dragons, feels good. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. You know, I'm not complaining now. I mean, that was probably the year that they played the Super Bowl, right? I mean, it was 2012. So, oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know if no, they're. They, they, that was like three years ago, four years. Yeah, ago. yeah. If they're opening up a, a a big festival, I doubt that on they were uh, yeah. on a Sunday. <laughs> probably weren't being asked to. Hey, you want to do that? after you're done with that festival? You want to also come over here and uh, be on the largest sporting event in the world? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I do. We also got the same request. We were like, no, we're going to break up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were really busy that day, I think, not yeah. being a band anymore. <laughs> they, they couldn't pay us enough money, you know. Oh, oh, oh. Super lowballed. Yeah. Just, you know, come on. Come on. I know my worth. Uh, okay. So so this, uh, this project, was this a, a quarantine creation? That's spelled yeah. a Q. Creation is spelled a Q in that sentence. Oh, God. <laughs> No. So, so this was a quarantine creation with the Q. Yeah. Um, and basically what happened was I was just sitting at home and I was playing more and more music and I was just like learning covers again and like kind of like the passion for playing music came back to me. Like obviously at the worst time ever when you like can't mm -hmm. play music right now. Um, and I accidentally wrote an album <laughs> casual and I started to like write these songs that like, you know, reminded me a lot of like the music that I grew up listening to, like the starting line, the wonder years, um, the Menzingers, and I got really excited about it. And I recorded this awful acoustic demo <laughs> and I sent it to my friend, Anil, um, who Anil's like, played and toured with like bands like Norma Jean and stuff. And he just opened up a studio down here with this guy named Devin Vaughn, who just moved back to Charleston from Nashville. And he worked up there recording all the time. Mm -hmm. And they were like, you got to come in, you got to record this. And I was like, <laughs> ah, <laughs> I don't think so. And they were like, no, dude, come on in. Like, like, like yeah, this song has got potential. So I went in there and we we went in the live room and just played together one time and Devin who was the engineer for the record and the producer and played drums was like all right got it and he just went and tracked drums it's like <laughs> I hadn't played this song with anybody and I was like uh all right and like and it just went so fast like I was like all right this is cool and then um then we tracked guitar that day and then we did bass and vocals and leads and like by the end of the day, like we had this like rough mix of this song and I was like, shit, I think I got to do this. <laughs> I was like, I really like, like, I, I'm proud of this song. Like, I like it. Um, I think I got to do this. And uh, so I then like went home and I like finished writing some songs. I dug up some old ones that I've written in the past and like modernized them to like how I feel as a human being today. Um, and I texted Anil one day, like trying to schedule a day to come back in. And Anil's an awesome guitarist. And I said, what's up, Riff Daddy? <laughs> and he texted me back 
and he said, hello, sad son. Oh. And I oh, go, shit. that's uh, the name of the shit. band. Uh, and oh, that's too good. And Who knew calling pre- somebody daddy in a comical yeah. way would result in the band name? Yeah. In the band name. And so, like, it's, it's a couple of things. So I want to, I want to disclaimer, say that, like, my mom is watching this and like my dad and I'm like, guys, I'm not sad. Like I'm the happiest <laughs> I've in my life. I want to throw that out there. Um, but the way the name came, it was great. And like playing in the emo genre and like a lot of my songs are sad because, um, you know, it's like my catharsis, right? Like when I feel this bad emotion, like it, it's a, it feels so good to like get it out in a way that like hopefully other people can relate to. Right. Yeah. So, um a lot of my songs end up being sad <laughs> and like and i grew up like i always was like kind of like this depressed anxious kid like you know mm-hmm. so like i think it kind of like has a symbolic meaning of like i was that sad son and like hopefully there is some hope in my songs like they come through and it's like you know you're, you're not going to be everything's temporary you're not going to feel that way forever and i wish i could have told little me that you know yeah so um not to get like too hippie like that's not too heavy that's very uh that that's very straightforward i mean it seems like this is going to be sound hippie a metamorphosis of you yeah okay well lizzie's definitely imagining dragons right now wow uh no that's good i mean first of all to get a band name like that is just incredible that's excellent i mean Uh, there's like mom jeans. There's like See? that soccer mommy band. Oh and there's a band called Dads, I think. Like yeah, there is. There's Foxy Dads. Foxy what Dads. Is yep. You know. Um, what is not a lot of mom representation. No Foxy moms, as far as I'm aware. There should be. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, fine. But anyway, <laughs> having like that that band name come to you is excellent. <laughs> Uh, but no, I mean, like what you were saying with like sadness and such, it's like, uh, I think that that's where a lot of like our like favorite bands came from is like, we want to create this thing. It's like, we're not sad. We're not like always sad as, as much as, you know, the emo scene is like all about crying and being sad all the time. It's more like, no, it's, I went through shit. I got some shit to talk about, but now I'm really happy because I get to play music and I get friends around. Yes. So I took my mom and dad to a Wonder Years concert one time. And the mm-hmm. Wonder Years are my favorite band ever. And my mom has been going with me to see that band since I was 15 years old. Like she used to, we grew up in Southern Maryland. She would drive me to see Good Charlotte, All Time Low, um, the Wonder Years, like over and over again when I was growing up. So she's been going to see them for a while. So I'm like, <laughs> I was like 23, took my dad to come and he was like, Sounds like everybody like wants to kill themselves. And like my mom like explained to him and was like, you know, like, you know, these people feel this way and like it makes them feel connected, like they're not alone. And I was like, Yeah, like that's like where like this emo genre like came from. Like I think like today, like we're able to be happy because like we talk about stuff that like normal people don't really like talk about you know like a lot of mm-hmm. people just like don't talk about these bad feelings and anxiety and depression and like but we talk about it head on and like i think that's something that i'm pretty grateful for you know yeah
Uh, well, with your upcoming um, EP coming out, first, what is the name of the said EP coming out on March 15th? And also, what are some, like, a song or two that you think stands out that kind of has been, like, better in reflection for you on some of these past events that you've experienced? Yeah, so, um, so we pushed it back to April 9th. Um, I started working with a digital distributor, and they wanted a little more time to pitch it. So we pushed it back to April 9th. That's the best part about two being a new band. Like no one gives a shit. Like no one is paying attention. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> it's very yeah. freeing. Um, so yeah. So like it, it's, it, it's really just for fun too. So, but um, the, the name of it is Sad Sun. Um, so it's just going to be a self-titled EP. It's going to be six songs. Um, I think that there's like kind of two slash three songs that I think really stand out. Like that mean a lot to me right now. Um, the title track is a song called leave and it kind of flows into every time uh which is the single that came out and they kind of flow together because they're like tell a story like the first part is like about like most of us have had that relationship where you break up and it takes a really long time to break up at the end you know what i mean like one of yeah. you gets drunk and it's like hey what are you doing and then the other one does <laughs> it and keep doing like this back and forth thing and um the first song leaves like kind of like about like ripping that band-aid off right like um and that's like kind of how the song ends like from here on out i'll just let you be so like that then it kind of flows into every time which is you know the the like ending of that relationship where it's like we can't really be the ones to blame because we kept doing this every single time you know <laughs> um so i think that's pretty cool and then um my favorite song on the record is um this song called smoking um and taylor eb from handguns actually has a guest vocal spot on it um so shout out to taylor and vst management who set this up thank you taylor and all the <laughs> um and that song is actually um so uh i got sober two years ago and that song is about that. So um, the opening lines, I quit smoking and drinking to pass time on weekends. My friends thought that I died, but I, I am still breathing. And um, I really like that, you know? Um, it, it's kind of about like the struggle of like changing your entire life when you, when you make that decision, you know? Um, so I'm most excited about that song to come out. Um, it's just got a lot of energy, like early Blink-182 kind of style. Okay. Um, a lot of yelling. Yeah. So, yeah. I love yelling. <laughs> yeah. We like early Blink-182. We don't so acknowledge current Blink-182, Blink but we like early. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, when you throw out a band, you're like, oh, it sounds like this band. And you're like, early, not, you know, the good stuff. Oh, you know, not the one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like now the early fallout boy first four record fallout lizzie boy. don't oh lizzie God, i see I, I see it in your face i see it in your face don't big fallout boy uh lizzie is post hiatus i am pre-hiatus okay. uh fallout boy preferences i'm all fallout so, boy that's the thing though yeah if there's but, no pre or post it's all of it mm. save rock and roll had some bangers on it but Thank i can you. give you that take take this to your grave was the first record i ever bought with my own money and oh no, Take This to Your Grave is my favorite Fall Out Boy album. Yeah. And then from Under the Cork Tree, like I bought a couple songs off that on iTunes when first came out. <laughs> when I first got an iPod. Yeah. Um, and I really liked Infinity on High. Um, it's really good. Yeah. But it's an I, excellent record. 
Yeah, in full AD, I, uh, you know, I kind of fell off. But uh, man, it it's real good. <laughs> Revisit, revisit, and it's really good. Come back. I feel oh, I feel like you can get you into need, it like, now. like a transitional moment in your life because that's when I got into like Foley more. Was like I was graduating from undergrad and I'm like, damn, everything's about to change. I listen to him like, why does this just get me? <laughs> this gets me so much. Why does it get me? How does Patrick Sum just know my feelings? All these metaphors make so much sense to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I understand the wind chill thing now. I get it. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I was gonna say uh, about the single every time because I thought you know as a, as a quarantine song as a quarantine EP um, there's a pretty good chance that the opening line these past three months will be the death of me was a quarantine reference and I'm like how's that how's that three months going because it's a lot longer now but now I'm like oh, okay it's it's part of a story so the context will come in when the EP is released but I'm like um, you, the, it's been longer. <laughs> So it was it was about quarantine. Like, okay. so like when I first okay. sat down to write that song, um, I wrote the chorus and I thought it was catchy and I was so frustrated and I couldn't figure out how to write a verse for it. And I literally sat down like in my underwear on my couch at like midnight, like one night, and just picked up my guitar like randomly. And I like <laughs> sat down and I just like started like these past three months will be the death. And then it flew out like the first two verses just came out like right out, out of that. Um, but it's kind of funny because it was a COVID reference. Yeah. 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 I was like, I can't take it to this apartment anymore. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, well, it's been 18 months or whatever. You know, it's like, ah, oh, shit. Now the follow-up is just going to be talking about your neighbor who doesn't know how to play bass. And you're going to be like, I swear yeah. to fucking God. <laughs> that is the next song that I write is going to be called I'm doing 25 years for murdering my upstairs neighbor. Promo <laughs> <laughs> code murder to order whatever you need now. Yeah. Promo it's hard to learn bass. Murder. When I, it's hard to learn bass when I hid you under the baseboards. You know, it's not real. This is just a fake podcast uh, murder. This isn't real. This isn't actually happening. This is for but, entertainment purposes only. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, it's what like if on you just TikTok, hears this? it'll say that. It's like, oh, just so everybody knows for legal reasons, this is yeah. fake. And it's like, this is obviously not fake, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> what if he's like, my neighbor was on a podcast. I should check that out. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, I, think oh. I am not welcomed here. Yeah. Uh, I see him moving out tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> You see, no, you go out by like the, the trash cans and you see like a, a bass amp and a good bass guitar. Free <laughs> to a good home. And you're like, well, you know what? I got what I needed. I got what I, what I wanted out of this whole situation. I'll have so solace we're fine. on the weekends. That's all I wanted. Yeah. That's all I want. I just, Thank you. Why? Like, dude, play all day long. Just don't plug in. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, it. And like, if you, you plug in, just like plug in from like 12 to like three. Yeah. You know, like that's fair. Early evening, afternoon. That's very fair timing. Yeah. But like, like in quarantine, I go to bed at like 930. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, I don't have anything else to do. <laughs> and I just yeah. hear like, do 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 like the Grange riff. Uh, it's such a thing where you like learn one riff and you just like constantly play that riff and you learn nothing else or you like try to learn something else and you're like it's too hard and you go back to the old riff and you're like yeah i'll just stick with that one riff 
Yeah, when I learned how to play guitar, it was Danny California by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. And then Californication. And okay. I was uh, I was in eighth grade, and uh, every single person in music class hated me. Yeah. They hated me. <laughs> and I'm sorry, guys. Like, karma is now hitting me. Yeah, coming back now. <laughs> I learned uh, Ocean Avenue and... Uh, Shit, since you've been gone. That was the other one. Oh, nice. Edgy. Yeah. It's because they're just really easy. They're like very, very straightforward. And I'm like, I'm never going to learn how to play guitar that well. I'll just learn these two riffs. Do it at an open mic where nobody cares and nobody is. Like, All right, judging here's you. not Wonderwall, but. Since oh, you've been I. Gone. I went to one guitar lesson or a few guitar lessons and they were like, well, we're going to teach you how to play Wonderwall. And I'm like, I've never heard this song before. Who's, oh my God. who's this Oasis band? They're not going anywhere. I listen to metal and punk and yellow colored. And want to be the next Slipknot. Yeah. I'm going to be in Slipknot, mom. And she's like, okay. <laughs> all right. She's like, Just that's nice. You have to take the mask off before you go to school, honey. <laughs> okay. And you're the only kid she's got, so she has to be nice to you. Uh, I know. I know. Yeah. I really <laughs> fucked that up. <laughs> I could have just been a nice boy. <laughs> instead, I, sorry, I was going to make a reference to be like, instead, I'm a sad son anyway. <laughs> oh, my Bam. God, Brian. Got him. Got him. Got him. Got to do it to him. That's two. Doo -doo. <laughs> uh, shit. The callbacks. <laughs> So, Will, were you in any other projects prior to Sad Son? Because you you had mentioned that like you had to like kind of like refine your love for music, and so I'm like wondering if you had like some weird like fall off or like some like I'm never playing music again. I'm stepping away and I'm starting a new life, or if it was just like yeah, I'm over. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's like exactly what happened. Okay. Um, so <laughs> when I was in high school. Um, I played in a band called Collapse the Night, um, and our singer and guitarist um, was Johnny, who went on to be Water Me Down, and um, I moved down to Charleston in 2012, and I started this emo band called Corinne, and um, we recorded, released an EP, did a few like weekend runs and stuff. Um, and then after Corinne, I was in this band called Levelheaded, and we toured a little bit, like just up down the East Coast, played really small basements. We played house party. We played uh, a video game shop in Virginia Beach. <laughs> Hell we played yeah. a, <clears throat> the coolest place that we played was in Wilmington, North Carolina. There was a bike shop on the first floor, and then the basement was a bar. So like, we played in like this bike shop. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then after that band broke up, then I like only like played some like solo, like acoustic stuff. And I like recorded like songs and I hated them. So I didn't do it. And then um, I launched a software company that was like music booking, um, hmm. the booking app for, um, bars and restaurants it ended up like being a lot of the cover gigs like three hour cover gigs um, yeah Been and there. i like put my <laughs> whole life and in focus into that and i was like this is it i'm done playing music like i'm just gonna try to do this and then uh covid like killed that yeah and yeah then, <laughs> um 
so then I just kind of was like, all right, well, what do I do? And then that's kind of like how this all started again, you know? Um, so I kind of like gave up on it, you know? And then it's just like funny how the universe works. And it's like, you're going to learn today. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you I thought you were music. in the natural progression of yeah. going to software tech dude, bro who yeah. maybe brews beer occasionally, sometimes, or maybe it's kombucha. Then you're like, no, 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 I'm still here. I'm not going yep. down that road yet. Not yet. You can take the boy out of the emo band, but you can't take the emo yeah. out of the boy. <laughs> right, when I think I'm done, they pull me back in. Yeah, it, it, it pulled me right back in. So, um, so yeah, that's like how this happened. So I'm hoping like I find bandmates because it would be cool to like get to play a show. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, I mean, I have a few friends that like said that they've been interested in playing, you know, um, when things start up, but I like, I've already started writing another record. Um, <laughs> All right. Now you're just getting too ahead of yourself. Now we're getting, way too ahead of we're myself. getting wild yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Which has been cool though. Cause like, I never, like I couldn't write songs for the longest time and now it's just like flowing out of me, which is, yeah, cool, you know? that's, that's really good. Yeah. But you got to save some albums for the rest of us, you know, sometimes, <laughs> you know, some the rest of us need to write albums too okay you can't just yeah. write all the albums it's like i, I was gonna will's got it all right I'm fine you know i guess never mind i won't write that one he already wrote it <laughs> it's all my music is is just ripoffs of other bands <laughs> i think that's most of our music listen, <laughs> like, at, 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 listen at this point if you say i'm the new blink one eight great yeah someone take it go please, please. Yeah. please. you can have we it. are suffering <laughs> mr hoppus no offense but stop Offense. <laughs> offense 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 taken. to you yeah i do have to say some of this like new emo rap punk rock that like travis barker's like on yep. is pretty yes. good yes and i am not going to defend him because i've seen some stuff and not very um not a fan of like character but that mgk record was catchy <laughs> oh yeah it's real good it was real good, good. It's real good. But I stopped listening to it because I was like, okay, after he had his little tirade about like wearing, yeah, that was or whatever. Yeah, like, that was, yeah. He was like, you, was you're like, not a real rock star. I, I like watched it and I'm like, this has to be a joke. And I'm like, this isn't a joke. I thought that this was a dead ass joke. It's like somebody who doesn't know how to make a really good metaphor and argument being interviewed and then going. I'll just say some shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm just gonna say whatever comes to my mind. Yeah, like his point is good, and like uh, uh, I don't know if you're if you're a watcher of like Finn McKenty yeah. videos, uh, like it makes sense in the context of there aren't enough stars in rock music, and now all these like rock music people are just like I can't believe MGK thinks that he can make make rock music. He's over here. We don't even we knew him play guitar. Uh, that's how all of them talk. I haven't met anyone who can disprove that. That's how literally everyone. That's like probably that how Will's neighbor talks. Listen, everyone, we, absolutely yeah. how my neighbor. Yeah, talks. He's See, like, I'm going playing bass. I don't want riff. Mm, 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 keeping everybody awake. And if you, if you have that belief system, of like MGK doesn't know what he's doing as like a star celebrity whatever. Then, of course, you're going to be like, well, what the fuck is he, you know, this. Uh, but I do think that there's like a certain argument to be made that like he is trying to be a new version of a rock star making 
new rock music and it's just it's just going to be a different thing for different people in a different generation because they're the ones buying music people who only listen to classic rock are buying new music they're not listening to mgk's new record anyway there's a new generation of kids that are growing up with this music and they love it and they're going to go buy it and if there aren't stars and they're not like looking the same part as uh uh a Motley Crue or a, a you know a, a band like that looks like then the people are gonna go um this isn't exciting this doesn't make me want to listen to it this is this boring it's ordinary it's normal and I do think that there is a good argument there for like hey just maybe make yourself a, a star and a celebrity because that will pull people back into rock music rather than all of the other genres where all of that celebrity and that stardom exists because that's what people like and that's why they're gravitating towards it what yeah. i saw was interesting was on a tiktok this um he's a part of punk talkers i think his name is jasia i could be completely saying it wrong um but he does like oh hey this is like who was on like the um alternative rock billboard charts every week and he actually said oh let me tell you about new punk and it's spelled n-u like new metal and i was like the fuck is new punk no. and he's like it's MGK. It's basically emo rap, but they're calling it yeah. new punk. I don't know who else is calling it new punk, but apparently that's how it's being classified now. And I find that like kind of wild because we wanted just new metal back and now we have this and I don't know how to feel about it. He made a playlist because I saw it today and I followed oh. the playlist and I found this guy. And this song is one of the best songs I've ever heard. It's Lonely Tonight by Chad Tepper. I've never heard of this guy ever before. Huh. And I was like, oh my God, this song is so good. <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it NU punk? Yeah, it's punk? NU like hyphen punk. And yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh my okay, God. Like, I feel less crazy. Punk. It's like Mod Sun and the Avril Lavigne song. And yeah. I watched it and I was like, I'm going to look this up. Yeah. And I looked it up and I was like, oh my God, this is pretty good. And what's good <laughs> about this is like people can complain yeah it's mainstream yeah they're like you know pushing it but like what and like they're doing it for money but like it it's a chance to revive like our genre that's fallen by the wayside right yeah and, oh yeah um, i think it's great i mean like when we grew up mtv was the pop punk right mm-hmm. like good charlotte some 41 simple plan you know and like now I guess like emo rap kind of like made a thing i don't know what kids listen to these days i'm <laughs> But like, it made a thing, and then now, I guess it's this new punk. If that's even like the tag that catches on, like, hopefully that gets big, and then yeah, you know, takes some small pop punk band on tour. Hot Mulligan opens for MGK. I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, and then it'll be like, you know oh my mean? god, you know, like that'd be great. Like if like you know he could put on small bands, but who knows? I mean, I don't know if that's his his mo yet. As yeah. far as I know, he's just co-opting shit with Travis Barker and Travis Barker, Travis Barker being the influence on so much of that shit means that he doesn't really have to do anything if Travis Barker co-signs him. Yeah. But at the same time, you're like, hey, remember where you came from? And he's like, I didn't come from there. I came from battling Eminem and yeah. losing. Oh <laughs> and I bet you there was 10 people writing each one of those songs. On oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. All I'm saying is, if you try to battle the best and he responds, that means that you're competing with the best. Yeah. All I'm saying yeah. is MGK did what he, like everybody should try to battle Eminem in a rap battle. And if Eminem responds to you, you've won. It doesn't you matter. You Eminem, That's the only Eminem has to punch down. Yeah. 
he has to punch down. He's not punching up to anybody because he's too good. So if you come for him and he comes back, you win. So when the singer of Trapped called me a beta cuck on Twitter, yeah. does that mean I won? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that, I mean, it's a different context. What, is, what, what was said, though, to get that response? So I have this I got to know. I have this friend, Carlin, who books all the shows in Columbia, South Carolina at New Brooklyn Tavern. Um, and um, he, he was getting into it on um, Twitter with uh, the singer Trap. Like, the singer Trap was calling him fat and stuff like that. And I was like, dude, you're 40. Like, go start a family. <laughs> you know, like, get off the internet. And Ugh. he was, he said, uh, he said, oh, look, it's just another self-loathing beta cuck or something like that. <laughs> and I was like, because my name's like Emo Dad on Twitter, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. See, like, it's yeah. I was like, you know, and then it's all uh, like, yeah. that is like, look, man, like, quite the opposite. I love my life. Like, I hope you find <laughs> what you're looking for, arguing with people on the internet. And he was like, they started it first. <laughs> Oh, like you like, like tried to justify oh. it with me, like like what I, I think I broke through to him. I was like, hey man, I, <laughs> like like you find what you're looking for, like arguing with these people. I mean, he obviously tried to find it at like the ten person in attendance audience at a strip club in like the yeah. middle of nowhere. So yeah, I mean, my old roommate like used to book like a bunch of the metal and pop punk and hardcore shows like here in Charleston. I remember he got the offer for like the trapped acoustic, and he was like, Dude, oh yeah. For this. <laughs> Trapped acoustic. This was before, I don't like that. It was before he like you know went. I don't think anybody wanted Trapped whatever before they they did yeah. Headstrong and then that was it. That's that's all they had. Yeah. So exactly they and they have an acoustic version of Headstrong, which I, I learned when I, found out, I learned that when they found out that they were doing an acoustic tour. <laughs> Why? It's awful. There's one I thing about it. that song, and that's that it's like heavy and like you can headbang to it why would you go i'm gonna make it acoustic now <laughs> i do have to say though it brings me a lot of joy whenever i'm in public and i hear that song and i get to tell whoever yeah the singer of this band called me a beta cop. yeah like, like that's my claim to fame i mean I'm <laughs> a loser like that could be your pin tweet be like look yeah. at this and all its glory <laughs> it should be my pin tweet yeah like I feel like you're in like he he comes for a lot of people on the internet, but it's still not everybody. So you're still like part of a select group yeah. of people that he's attacked on the internet. I got through to him. I yeah. hit a, I hit a spot, right? Yeah. Respond to that. Yeah, he was this close to not uh promoting insurrections at the Capitol. Anyway, uh <laughs> Listen, we you always you can't always break through to trap, nor can you always break through to kill it. <laughs> You can only do this so much. Like, this sounds like, uh, you know, lessons for life. You're not always going to be able to break through to Trapped. You're, always, you're never always going to be able to break through, you know, to any Christian rock. And that has to be okay with you. You have to I understand know. it. I'm trying to do God's work, guys. That's all I'm trying to do. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, poor Trapped in the way that they are trapped in being trapped. And banned from Twitter and everything now. Are they banned finally? Because oh, yeah. I, I keep seeing banned, like, yeah. okay, I keep seeing like, they're on parlor. This is fake. This is real. This is fake. This is real. <laughs> they're on parlor. I mean, so there's that. Mean, they, they are exactly where they 
belong. They're the largest band on Parlor. I'm scared to wonder uh, who else no, in a band on. is on Parlor. Yeah. But I also don't want that on my anything that I own. Yeah. At like all. I don't Even want to check. Research purposes. I don't. I just don't want it. I don't want it at all. I don't like, actually I do want know. To know. I was making a joke. I don't know actually. But they like, are on but like, It's very likely that you're right. And yeah. like that. And like. I want to know like there's a there's it's it's always morbid curiosity that I like I want to just go on there and like find out you know but like I don't want that in my life like even though it's That's not negativity aimed directly at me your door and they're like excuse were me were you at the Capitol? <laughs> yeah and I was like I've never ever been to DC I mean I guess I was young okay I'm sorry I made it up um <laughs> I just want to get on my flight <laughs> I'm sorry they're coming for people like me no they're not oh my god <laughs> They're really not, guys. They're really not. I am 100% making up jokes on the podcast. You code murder at checkout for 20% off your order. I'm going to tag on my favorite murder when yeah. this goes live. Promo code yeah. murder. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey. Uh, we use your promo code as an ad after a really bad joke. It's an extra ad. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm going to submit my application and then be like, hey, okay, can you hire me now? Oh, my God. But like, there's there is a part of me that just wants that like morbid curiosity to 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 find out like, all right, well, who is who is the biggest band on Parlor? What's well, the what's the podcast market like on there? I like, think can Kane we make Brown is probably the biggest right now. Let's be honest. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, have no idea. <laughs> I if I like gun to my head, I had to bet. I would say Trapped. Like, I, yeah, I'd make that yeah, bet. I'd make that bet. I feel oh. like I that, and then like providers. a bunch of like under like secret country artists are on there, probably. We we love healthcare <laughs> providers. Oh hey, yes, yes we do. Yes, she's absolutely. leaving right now. We were just talking about, we were just talking about <laughs> how much nurses are the backbone of this society, <laughs> and how Imagine Dragons is our favorite band. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like. <laughs> I'm in so much trouble. <laughs> She's like, hey, well, you know, you know, your friend, the bass is upstairs. Go, oh. go sleep over with him. Yeah, yeah. Over with him. the bass is upstairs. For the listenership, uh, <laughs> uh, Will's girlfriend just came home, and we, uh, you know, had to had to celebrate healthcare workers as a joke that we made before <laughs> the podcast even started recording. <laughs> uh, the the silent we, clap here yes. yeah. really, mm. really adds some <laughs> to it. Thank you for partaking in that with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, like I said before, I'm like, we're we're very open to just making really dumb jokes on the podcast yeah. on an audio format uh, where, a, where a visual joke occurs. <laughs> <laughs> it's great because jokes are really good when nobody can see it and you explain it after everything just happened. <laughs> like my whole life's just inside jokes. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. If you, if, again, listener, if you're not watching us on YouTube, you missed a dog and a visual joke so you know too bad sorry your loss literally everyone else told you you you, yeah. you knew and you're just being boo boo the fool over here just not oh. coming through so oh i don't know why lizzie called you boo boo but <laughs> <laughs> we'll allow it <laughs> the fool i don't know i don't use that what am i i'm like a hundred i'm not gonna talk call somebody boo boo the fool <laughs> seems really odd for me we can get it even better and say with your one whole brain cell that you have left <laughs> that's fine that one that one applies um 
So I, I wanted to ask you about that app because I thought it was actually a really cool uh, concept. So the idea behind it was like you, you, you created it, you started it, is what you said? Yeah, so I didn't write the code, but um, I was one of the co-founders for it. Okay. And um, how it works is uh, musicians made profiles. They put different information, such as their genre, instruments, location. Um, they could put their music directly in their profile, and then venues could search off that, sample them, and then book them right through the app. That's awesome. Um, it, we got, gained some traction in the southeast. Um, we had, like, 5,000 musicians. We had, like, 30 bars and restaurants using us again it's like the three hour cover gigs like yeah you, like top 40 hits but like it's kind of cool to like be like part of that music scene yeah um there's money in it oh, <laughs> that's yeah. the only reason i did there's any of it money in it yeah there's money in it. <laughs> like these guys get paid a lot of money it's like, it's stupid it's so it, dumb like a band first off when they play weddings it's unreal but like a band, oh yeah go and play like for three hours like they can make like 500 to 800 dollars yeah like touring it's... bands would kill for that yeah oh that, yeah that no murder is a promo code yeah <laughs> they'd be like no we don't need a promo code we're making too much money just playing three hour gigs exactly. uh yeah I, I i did that for a while and i'm like this is great and then i'm like i'm tired and i hate this <laughs> i swear to god if i have to play brown eyed girl one more time i'm going to fucking lose it the thing is like there's such an open uh uh, market because like the people who were playing cover bands like before are people who grew up with that music and they're like this is what i want to play and we'll just play some fun shows and the audience will be that but now the audience is like either college kids like going to yep. bar. Well, not now. Right now, it shouldn't be anybody. Well, there should not be no in audiences. South Carolina. They, South it just doesn't exist yeah. there. I'm saying there shouldn't be any audiences. Uh, but it, but you know, if if there's if there's new college kids that are going out and there's uh, young adults that are going out, like obviously that kind of uh, that kind of audience won't want Brown Eyed Girl to be played. You know, every night they'll be like, no, I want to hear like songs I know and recognize. So I do They're think like, I like... want to hear MGK right now, Brian. <laughs> okay. Let's go. See, I do it. This thing With is, I would do it. guitar right yeah. now. Actually, yeah. it's the acoustic version of Swing Life Away that MGK covered and should never see the light of day again. But Brian's going to play it for you right now. I'm fucking not. Terrible, <laughs> terrible version. Terrible song. Uh. I, I think one of my most underrated tweets was when mgk covered misery business okay yeah i just tweeted no homo dash mgk hates <laughs> the lyrics oh my god it's so true though Did you notice that he yeah. like changed the lyrics like yeah. so like i was like why why do you why have, why do you have to do that <laughs> why why first of all about making the song why did you have to do that yeah nobody then, literally nobody wanted it yeah, why did you yeah. a song first off why nobody yeah. asked for anybody to cover it yeah your creative endeavor here is like don't change it just fucking do it and then we can all move on with our lives like yeah. you didn't why change it and i love paramore like one yeah. of my favorite bands you know but I listened to that cover and I was like, this is not good. <laughs> and they were like, we're distancing ourselves from that song. And MGK is like, yeah, I'm going to do it. it <laughs> Bringing it back. 
bringing it back, changing the lyrics. It's a different perspective now. It's like, yeah, that was the problem that, that Haley Williams had. It was the perspective of a woman yeah, you know. saying that to another woman is like, oh, I'll just be a man saying it to a man because that's a proper perspective, you know? That's good, MGK. You're really, really changing the game here, MGK. God damn it. Why is your record so good? <laughs> We Fuck thought it. we were going to move on and better ourselves as people and be more understanding. And MGK's like, psych! Psych! <laughs> goes like, for a high thought. five. Goes for a high five and then pulls his hand away. <laughs> we yeah, got he's this. He's like, yo, bro, oh. where'd your dogs? <laughs> <laughs> oh, MGK, misery business. Oh, my God. It's the, it's the fucking, it's the fucking, like, too slow of music. It's like, yeah. God damn it yeah uh yeah so anyway the app <laughs> i like i like tangents when they lead to funny jokes so good leave it in um but the app like i think that's like a really interesting idea i also had something similar like way back in the day i'm like oh there needs to be like something for this um i don't know do you think that there's like i guess it's, it's hard to, it's harder to talk about a booking app during no booking um, but do you think that there's like, uh, I don't know, opportunities for like bands when they come back, I guess, or yeah, I, I really want to like pick your brain about this and get some information, but it's like, it's just so hard where it's like, what do you think it's going to be like when we come back? What do you think like this booking thing is going to be like when you're like, come to a venue, hear my band. People are like, no, I'll die. No. So I don't know if you saw today, but Massachusetts is allowing 50% music venues theaters now hmm. uh, up to 500 people so oh. <laughs> i don't know i mean that like makes me be like yeah might be a little early you know what i mean Skeptical. like I'm, i yeah. like heads at we're getting the yeah. vaccine out there but that might just be a little bit early like that's a super yeah. that waiting to happen um now fauci said today that concerts will be back this year if we keep doing as we're supposed to be doing cases have been down 65 percent so i mean i've been like very much like watching this like mm. um and i think when things come back it's going to be crazy it's going to be touring non-stop yeah um, i think that basically uh, sorry about this no it's fine no it's okay <laughs> She's been saving lives all day. She's hungry. You're fine. Thank <laughs> you for your service. Oh my god, <laughs> right? So I think that uh, I think that it's going to come back pretty hard. Um, mm. I know that there's been so many bands like trying to book tours, and then they just like have to keep getting canceled. I think yeah. like Hot Mulligans got like a tour that's supposed to like hit Atlanta like maybe in May. I still have ticket. I still have a ticket for that show. I'm waiting for. Yeah. I, and I'm hoping it happens, you know, um, hopefully we can start getting the vaccine out to the general population by then, but we'll see. I mean, we went to a drive-in concert, like right after we got COVID, we were like, all right, we're immune for the next three months. Like, let's do it. We went and saw <laughs> yeah, Mount, let's go. We went and saw Mount Joy and it was like nice to see that, mm -hmm. like watch some of the live stream concerts, but I don't know. I think like people are never going to be like, now nah, just see them next time. Yeah. Like, a year ago on Sunday, I like flew to Baltimore to go see the wonder years. And then they canceled the rest of the tour, like two days later. Shit, oh my yeah. God. I played a show a year ago today with the will away and American part two. And then we were done. Yeah. Like I, my Facebook status was like, 
last solo show for a long time and I meant yeah. to like try to like write maybe like and record a full record. <laughs> Didn't mean like I jinxed us. Like I, Yeah. Like shit. That I, wasn't what I meant. <laughs> but I, I think it'll I'm I'm hoping it's gonna come back and mm-hmm. sooner. But I think when it comes back it's gonna be nuts. Yeah. I mean think about all the bands that like just had to cancel everything, you know? Yeah, I think about like the venues too. Is like a lot of venues, a lot of uh, especially independent ones have to close or are still at risk of closing or still like, uh, you know, relying on support from the community because they can't be open because all they are is a music venue or a bar. And it's like, I, I feel like most of them would be like, even if we could be open, we're not going to open until it's really safe because our we don't want to threaten people with a good time. Yeah. I guess that's how you would put it. Literally. Uh, but it, it's like, you know, now we're going to say, there's going to be more musicians, more artists, because uh, much like yourself, I'm sure there's a lot of bands that started during quarantine. Uh, now everyone's going to be trying to book shows. They're going to be trying to get into venues and there's going to be less venues. I'm like, shit, there's really going to be like a, like a, like a, a cross here where it's like, oh shit, we need to figure out what to fucking do. It's going to be a booking crisis. Yeah. Right? I mean, like the major venue down here is the music farm and they've sold. So mm. probably put in an apartment complex like everything else yep. here or a hotel um, or maybe it'll be a music venue like somebody else. But um, that's like a big venue that's gone now. Like in Charleston's already like a C market because we're so far off 95. We're mm. a small city, you know, maybe a D market, you know. <laughs> oh so see. there it goes, you know. Yeah. Shit. But we'll see. Crazy times. What a time. It, to be we, yeah. 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 You know, but I, we, just, I, we just keep living through all these like new events. It's like, I would like I love, I'd love to stop having a historical event for like five minutes. <laughs> Remember when we had like a once in a lifetime economic collapse, like five times in our lives. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it crazy yeah. how they're like, this is unprecedented. No, we listen. Yeah. We, we know how this goes. Like we're not no we we're get watching. it we have monopoly money stop stop thinking it's, it's actually literally monopoly money for like five money. seconds just stop money <laughs> is fake. real nothing's nothing is real. real that's what i've learned <laughs> nothing's real i'm just a sucker, I'm just another <laughs> sucker. oh my it. god <laughs> where can people find you where can people listen to the music uh when is the music going to be available? All those kinds of things. Uh, if you want to throw out all the plugs, people can find you on the internet. Yes. Um, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter is SadSunSC. Um, TikTok is SadSunSC. If you want to follow Hell me yeah. on TikTok, I'll oh, be no. there. Um, and then um, music's on Spotify. You can find it under Spotify, Apple Music. Um, record is coming out on April 9th. Um, we'll probably release another single here in the next couple weeks, just as a little teaser. Um, I want to shout out, um, again, Anil and Devin, um, from a hundred watt studios for helping me engineer, produce, record the record and playing on it. I want to thank Pete Zen from landmine studios for mastering the record. Um, Taylor from BST management for helping set this up. So thank you guys. And then all the bands that work with him and, uh, Zach Quillen from Suffering Moses for giving me voice lessons. Because uh, oh, nice. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> Love it very much. And yeah. <laughs> really underrated part of the music making process is uh, is being taught how to do it better. <laughs> yes. 
So, and if you want to buy merch, sadsunsc.com. So, um, but that's it. I think yeah. that's everything. And uh, every time is on Spotify, so people should go stream that. Yes, go add it to your favorite playlist that has pop punk on it. So we kick yeah. off the Spotify algorithm and it starts showing up. <laughs> Do it. Go stream every time. It's good. It's a fun song. And it's it's very much in the alley of like uh, uh, Lizzie's mostly my like, this is my new music. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't I don't like new music. I like old music because I am old and I have one one genre and I don't escape it. And I only listen to this. Uh, so it's like, oh, this is very like, you know, it's in line with all this stuff. Like, this is good. This is this is proper. This is this is excellent. I appreciate that. I appreciate <laughs> that's what I was trying to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. I wanted, didn't want to do like new pop punk or like sound like other bands. I wanted to try to sound like the bands I grew up listening to. So perfect. I appreciate you recognizing that because that means a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it means that maybe I'm doing something right. <laughs> yeah. You are. Absolutely. Um, well then. Uh, we will, we'll end our episode there. Uh, if you're on Twitch, we'll continue to hang out. We'll talk with you for a bit, answer any questions you might have. Uh, if you want to throw any questions out to Will while you're here, go for it. And, um, yeah, if you're listening to the episode, thanks for checking us out. Uh, thank you to Will from Sad Sun for hanging out with us tonight. And, uh, thank you. Yeah. We'll see, we'll see y'all again soon, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Go, go stream every time you posers. Oh my God. (laughs) Well, thank you again for checking out this episode, this random midweek episode. We will be back again next week with our regular Monday scheduled programming, as well as another episode on Wednesday of next week. If you want to make sure that you get all of our episodes whenever they come out, uh, if we do this again in the future, you'll also want to have, uh, you know, the subscription button hit on Spotify, Apple Music. We also release these as videos over on YouTube, so you can also subscribe to us there subscribe also always i say it like subscribe because you know trying to talk fast subscribe you know it's hard to enunciate sometimes and it's okay i'm just trying to get all the plugs out no no one's here to be like oh hit me with your plugs you're like subscribe doesn't matter anyway we appreciate you checking out this episode we will see you next week monday and wednesday for new pods going live thursday night 7 30 p.m central time uh thank you for listening i'm brian and i'm lizzie and goodbye email social club tv what do we need it do we need a like tag at the end of it it's like <laughs> no the tag is us talking about nonsense do we want like a this episode was produced by brian rowe lizzie baumgartner and and alice uh <laughs> Analysis. Yeah. Okay. Well, sure whatever. Is. That's it. That's the there end of the recording. So it's fine.